This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Yeah. <clears throat> We're gathered, I guess, uh, figuratively in the um, for first yard site of Ramatis Zichrani Levracha. Um, I personally have tremendous, tremendous Hakar Satoiv to Ramatis Um He undertook to take a lot of, I had different recordings and a lot of things, and he put his heart and soul into um, structuring, organizing um, everything. Any toilets that anyone has from the Shurim that are online is due to a great part to him. Um, he did it with tremendous Mr. Nefesh, tremendous care, and uh, it, it's uh, really overwhelming to think how much uh, I personally owe him. And if people have had any toilets, any benefit from the Shurim, then uh, he gets a large part of the credit. So we'll say a few words about him. Um, I think important to delineate um, some of his unique qualities, and he was a unique person. The qualities that he had were rare and uh, unusual, and maybe we'll be able to learn from it. And if we're zeicha to um, to sort of take some of the things some of those extraordinary qualities that he left for us and uh, make them our qualities, it'll be in a uh, tremendous Neshama, somebody who was nifted, unfortunately, with Mayyam of young um, and cut off in the middle of tremendous Avodos HaKodesh that he was doing at Mechon Yaakov and, and with other people and so on. The, let's start with the parasha, very befittingly, it says that So, so the Pasik lists enumerates the years of Sar as being 120 and 7. Uh, Rashi explains that the reason why we have this enumeration, he says, the reason why you have the year listed. You can darshan each one by itself. Each one stands in its own right. Um, at 100, she was like a 20-year-old when it came to Averis. The, the, the din is that Shemayim punishes a person only from the age of 20 onwards. So just as at 20, a person is not of, he, he can't be punished within Shemayim, so meaning that, the, that there are no Averis. So to at 100, there are no Averis. Um, uh, and when she was 20, she was like a seven-year-old when it comes to beauty. That already is uh, much more enigmatic. Even the first one is strange. Let's first start with the second one, Baskov Kibasayin. Our understanding of um, beauty is 20-year-old is when a person is usually at the height. That's, that's when a person is 
fully developed. And one expects that's the age when a person is at his best, most attractive. So what does it mean, bas chof ki yoifi? The second half, bas kuf ki bas chof lechet, also begs a question, because you're telling me as innocent as a babe, basically that's what you're saying. So it could have been bas kuf ki bas zayin, a seven-year-old sure doesn't have chet. Why pick the age of 20, which is just at the cusp? We're trying to describe someone as innocent. We would use colloquially as innocent as a newborn babe. In other words, it can't be more innocent than that. So, Baskufke Basayan, Baskufke, it says on Sholomelech that he was Ben Shana Hoya, was a year old. When he, when he when he um started his his reign, Chazal say he was as clear of sin as a one-year-old. So why look for that age where 20, where you just are about to get into the world of Averis? Those are two points I'd like to ponder in the in the beginning of the Pasha. So let's start with the second one of the of the Baschovki Basin the Yoifi. The um the some of Farshim learn that, and and it seems to be um, it, it 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 seems to be the pshat like that. There are different there are different um, ages of beauty in a person. The beauty of Baschof um, carries in itself a need to present oneself. When somebody is baschaf, when somebody is at 20, it's the age when they are most, um, they're attractive, but they need to present themselves. They need to groom themselves. They need to dress up. They need to present themselves. Um, and And it's done as a conscious act of presentation. That's the beauty of a person who's reached maturity. Uh, some sperm write about the fact that it's an age when the beauty is there to entice someone. But be it as it may, the point is it's a beauty where I'm conscious, extraordinarily conscious of presenting myself to the other. A child has a chain to himself or herself that is... It, it, he's not conscious of it. He's natural, and it is there because he is himself. One of the things that attracts us to the personality of a young child is they're very natural. They they there's no pretense. There's no need to present. They are who they are, and that's why um, a young child has a certain chain that comes with it. Because he is as natural and 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 uh, as uh, unself-conscious, unself-aware as can be. I'd like to use that as the first point about Ramatisio. Ramatisio's um, personality. When we look for cure of personalities, so to speak, people that can reach out and help other people recognize the beauty of yados and so on. Um, there's a natural inclination to look for those people who present well 
for those people who project well. Uh, you usually tend to get somebody with an amazing personality who is um, extremely good at presenting and and themselves and everything in the best light possible. And 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 um, it's somewhere along the line, also. Um, in a certain sense, affirming the person that's speaking to, validating him, and so on. That's kind of the typical personality you expect, and it makes a lot of sense. Hard to say that any of those qualities were Rebatisio's qualities, but his qualities were that he was unabashedly himself, unabashedly true, and uh, minced no words in describing the truth as he saw it, whether it was relevant to himself, relevant to other people, relevant to any issue. And it had a tremendous attraction because people felt um, it's Emmis. Even his wit, besides the fact that he was very, very smart and his wit was very, very sharp, but it expressed a, a cutting to the bone, a cutting to the emits, and that has a special kind to itself. I want to read a Gemara in Ksubis. The Gemara says, the Gemara speaks out of Zerah, when the, when, when the Chachamim gave Reb Zerah smicha, in other words, they ordained him as a Rav, they would sing for him like this, he does not have any makeup on. These are different forms of makeup. And he is totally full of chain, of charm. The um, endowing somebody with smicha, so the, the feinayim, or peschanayim, sorry, says that the reason why this was appropriate for Abzera was Rebzera was a very humble person. He it says the Gemara says that he tried to hide when they um, when they uh, wanted to give him smicha. He didn't feel worthy of it, and therefore when they gave him smicha, when they ordained him, they they sang so to speak. They said the following um, poetry about him. That he's, he has none of the uh, um, none of the trappings of uh, none of the adornments that one expects, and yet he is full of chain. I would go a step further in explaining the Gemara and say the following: that the Gemara doesn't mean despite the fact, but they actually realize that it was due to the fact, because he did not um, in any way uh, pretend, because there was nothing artificial about the way in which he presented himself, he was therefore Um, It says about Torah, Torah is called because Torah, when it's presented as is, has the beauty built into it. So it's almost a, um, a vicious cycle. If a person does not give Torah the way it is, if a person 
adds and sort of pads the taira, then he has to make a great effort at, um, in, at adding beauty to it, at touching it up. If the person is presenting it the way it is, living it the way it is and presenting the way it is, then it's Yalas Chain, it has a chain of its own. It's the, it goes a lot to the difference of uh, uh, Yofi and Chain. Yofi is beauty in a way that can be somewhat quantified. It can be described. Why do we call this beautiful? It's tall, it's short, it's light colored, it's dark colored, it, it, it's this, it's that. We can, we can describe elements that are beautiful. Symmetry has a certain beauty of its, uh, uh, and, and so on. Chen is a type of um, attraction that defies any description. This person has a lot of charisma. We can't go further than that, usually. He has charisma. What does that mean? I don't know. He has charisma. People are attracted to him. But we don't have an easy way of explaining in any way what that is. So the 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 Yalas Chen over here means that despite the fact, so a person who who dresses up, a person who needs to show off or, or, or in any way present himself, he could have Yofi, but he won't have Chen. Reb Zira is someone who had no artifice, and therefore he was Yalas Chen. Even the word zera means small, uh, diminutive. It's it's modesty. So that Reb Zera is that embodiment. I want to move on to a next piece of Gemara, which is um, which also speaks about something Reb Zera said, and the uh, and and I want to learn uh, glean a lesson from it as well. It says a story that Rav Shor of Yitzchak used to dance at weddings with Hadassim, used to juggle them. Rav Zerah felt it was inappropriate, felt he shouldn't do that. And Rav Zerah um, called him out on it. When Rav Shor of Yitzchak died, a, uh, a, uh, a, fi- a fiery uh, Hadass branch appeared on top of, on top of uh, his coffin. And Reb Zera said, I see that um, he was right, but it doesn't quite say it that way. And I will read the way it says it. Omer Reb Zera, Hanele Shutisila Saba. So one, one shot is his, his branch did him well. In other words, he conceded the point. For Amrele Shutisila Saba. And some said, is, so this shitosay, and some said shtusay. Shitosay means his shita was right. In other words, I was wrong. He was right. Shtusay means his foolishness. Now let's understand a little bit what that means. In other words, in, in Shemayim they showed him that that Reb Shmuel had meant well, had done well, and they complimented him. But Reb Zira's opinion was that it was wrong. It was a shtus. So basically, he didn't retreat from his initial position. He just said that 
he, he may have done right, but a spade is full of spade. It's still a shtus. So the, the, the Rebzeira's midas ha'emes, Rebzeira's need to be true meant that he, he, he even if, if at the end of the day, the other person was right for other reasons, but we need to be very clear that he's, he, he's right because he did it for Hassan Kala, he did it in Sameach, he meant the Shem Shemayim. There are reasons why in Shemayim they thought him worthy, but it does not take away from the fact that the act itself was a demeaning act and it should not be done. The strength of, so, so here we have Reb Zera, who on the one hand is humble, Reb Zera is ready to admit that he was wrong in, in, in the way he described that the person wasn't doing right, but he wasn't wrong on the principle itself. And the ability to be able to say I'm wrong in one sense and still hold on to the principles which didn't have to change, there was something that was um, Reb Zera's strength. So Reb Zera is, is an embodiment of someone who is um, modest himself. His Torah comes as is, and it carries with himself a special chain of um, a person who is as genuine as can be, and the Torah that he's teaching and the Torah that he is um, preaching is self, nothing more, nothing less. And that person, a person who has that type, a person whose M is to the core, even when he's shown that for other reasons he may not have been right, doesn't retreat from the truth he knows to be true. He's able to put it in, in, into perspective and say, yes, Shoba Yehuda um, was, was uh, he, he, because of his by doing this, he gets he gets a um, compliment for that, but the act remains remains wrong. These these are qualities that speak of the midas the, the yofi that is special to abas to to abasayin, which when transferred to baschaf, um, is says a lot more that at, even when sorrow was baschaf. Her, she did not add makeup to her beauty. She did not add things to present herself, to make herself find favor in other people's eyes. She presented herself as she was. We have um, uh, 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 Gemara before speaks about appropriate ways in which um, to to um, to be meshabeach a kala when you're dancing in front of a kala. So the question is, um, how shall we describe her in a way that is a compliment to her? It's our chasna, and we need to make her happy. And the way to do it is by saying nice things about her. It was very customary in the old days, and still have it some places today by chassidim batchanim. They they say nice they. Say Say nice grammar about the person. So the Gemara here deals with um, telling the truth. 
stretching the truth, and so on. So the um, the the base um, Shammai says, Kate, so the Gemara says, turn around and Kate Kala. How does a person um, dance to find a kala? Meaning, what what's the type of song? That we should say for a color that is appropriate. So Beishamai says, "Kala kumoshehi." A color um, we should say um, we should complement whatever there is, and therefore, Taisa says it means speak about her strong points and disregard her weak points. Beishol says, "No, you say kala nova hasuda." You say a generic um, type of uh, praise, and you don't want to embarrass anyone, and therefore you'll 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 just say something very very nice about her. And the Gemara deals with stretching the truth, etc. So the simple meaning of this is Kalik Rashid also says it means um, they should only praise her with her good qualities. I would like to offer another possible shot. Kala he means in Beishamai's world, Beishamai was extremely strict and was sticklers for details and everything should be exact. Exactitude was the whole matter of Beishamai. Beishamai's, um, Beishamai's biggest praise is that you present yourself as you are. Kala She is who she is. Um, they still had a different perspective from a different meter. But when a person, when a person has faults, and every person has a fault, and we try to put makeup on it, to put a patch on the fault, um, that itself, from the in the eyes of a shamay, takes away, because at the end of the day, it's artificial. It's uh, it's sort of pretending to be something you're not. Kalik Shamay says. A color when you can say about someone, she is as she is, she presents herself as she is. That's the greatest um, sheva you can say about it, and that sort of is is uh, segues to the Gemara about Rabzera and Rabzera being someone who is um, who who was lokal loshak lopikus v'yalas that's one of the two points of the Baskov Kibasayan as regards the beauty. I'd like to speak in the Baskov Kibaschov, the second part of the equation. And our problem was that we, um, you know, if you, if you want to say that somebody is righteous, someone's a tzaddik, and they have no sins, then a newborn babe would be much better. Or stick to a seven-year-old, so we can say baskufki basayim. Why do we pick baschuf that's on the borderline, just about to commit their first affair, so to speak? Um, why is that picked as the paradigm for tzitkis, for being free of, of averis? So, I think it goes. Let, let's let's take another chazal. The Gemara says that. Uh, the world stands on the Hevel Pirmshtal Tinoikesh Beis Rabba. 
the breath um, or literally the vapor of the of the um, Torah that little children learn in Cheder. So the more asked a bias, I think, I think it was a Bayan Rabbi maybe, or he asked, well, what about us and our Torah? So he said, in a doima, they are absolutely without a blemish, they have no vera, and uh, therefore it's very pure and it holds up the world, whereas we, we all do our various and it's not as pure. So that's wonderful. Children's Torah is pure and innocent and, and without a vera. But there's something about the language of the Gemara. The Gemara calls it hevel pihem. The word hevel refers to something that has no existence. Like in Kohelas, the word that appears most frequently is hevel. Havel havolim amakrahelas. Hevel means something that is ephemeral to the extreme. It's like when you breathe on a window and a little cloud forms and the window is, uh, you know, it, it, the cloud comes and goes. It really hevel is is sort of the vapor of the of of the of a person. It's, it's not really um, a um, it, it, it's it's um, it has no it has no uh, uh, substance to it. What's the so so why is that called helopiyshenokos? So sin is a terrible thing, and. Um, and a person who has is free of sin is wonderful, but there's a big difference between a person who is free of sin because he has it in him to do averis. His body knows what it is to crave something. His soul knows what it is to want something, and the person doesn't. Two someone who has no sense of craving, someone who doesn't understand it, and, um, and he's innocent because he has no sense of it. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it's fine and it's good that the person is innocent, but it does not really, it, it, nothing, it, it, nothing comes out of that that we can say is strong, lasting, or whatever. Something that is done with a childlike naivete and innocence has really no substance to it. And you see it. People who are bright, intelligent, struggle and do what's right, there's a sense that something substantial has been presented. People who are just childlessly naive and, and you know, are clueless. It's nice. It's wonderful that these people are sweet and innocent, but one doesn't see anything of great substance in that. Matasio was brilliant, knowledgeable, and the furthest from being naive. He understood. He knew. He 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 understood the issues, the questions, the problems. The, um, the, the entire um, struggle, the entire intellectual struggle of knowing what's right and what's good and so on, never shied away from it and lived it. And yet, 
his amuna was strong, his commitment to her was strong, and the, the, it, it never wavered in doing what's right. That's an incredible. Um, that's an incredible combination. He 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 was naturally a cynical person, sharp. He had all of the faculties that would make a person push back, rebel, disagree, anything. And he was firmly committed because he was there with the emes. Baskuf kibaschof means if we if we were to say that at a hundred she was as innocent and as a very free as a seven-year-old, then we would say, yes, she was a grown-up child. There was nothing there. Baschof is the cusp, it's the age when a person has all of the ingredients. Um to sin. That's when sin starts. But th- that moment, that line is when a person is at his most developed, most mature. And, and if a person is, is at Sadiq at that point, that's real Sitkis. I think these two points are the, are the points that stand out about Rebatsil's Rahim of Racha. It was an extraordinary person in his um, brilliance, in his sharpness, in his ability to grasp something and see through it quickly, in his um, standard of what he expected in terms of Emmis. He, um, he had every faculty that could have provoked him not to accept. And yet he felt that despite this, that, or the other thing, the emis is undeniable. And emis it is. That's bas kuf ki bas chaf. And the people who came into, the people who interacted with him were extremely taken by that. First of all, they realized that what he believed and what he stood for had nothing to do with innocence, with looking aside, with naivete. It had to do rather with the deepest of convictions that despite questions, issues, nonsense, the emiss is the emiss. And his personality um, radiated a chain of its own, um, unassuming, self-deprecating to the ultimate, um, not not, uh, cowered by anything, anyone, just his emis and himself and his natural self. That was the bas chof kibasayin. His charm was the charm of a person who's natural, unpretentious, unrehearsed, and he always is himself. We weren't Zeicher that he should live 127 years. 
HaKadosh Baruch who chose to take him when he chose to take him. But he, he did have the best, he had the qualities in, 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 in his life of a, a, the yofi of a, of a basheva and the, 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 the tzitkis of a baschaf, a tzitkis of someone with all the faculties and, and, and yet doing what's right and, and what's yasher. Um, I, I personally feel I, I, I don't think I did a fraction of what I should do, should have done for him, whatever could have been done in any way. I, I owe him a, a really a debt of gratitude, incredible debt of gratitude. But at least if we have an image in front of us, a paradigm of someone that embodies both qualities. Bez Hashem, each, each of us should take something of that with himself or herself and, um, and let that be the final schus that it leaves us is the schus of having an, a paradigm of someone that when you're emis and pure emis, then no questions phase you, no obstacle stands in your way, and people appreciate it, and people in a, look for the emis, and when the emis comes unvarnished and unadorned, it's sometimes a lot more powerful it's 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 loikhal and loisrak loipirkus, but it's kula yalaschein, is Baruch.